Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is breaking news. Stool softener. Turn my fucking phone on! Who's the guy with all the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? Who's happening? What does he know? This is Kelly Sometimes, you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger-than-life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch. <laughs> How's it going? It's going well. So before we start, maybe we can just go over what we want to do in terms of what we want to accomplish once the show goes live. Well, live, live, not fake live. Yeah. So, Eric, I told him Dr. Ethany. I don't know. Just as a as an attempt, I texted the doctor's name to him. Presuming it was a doctor, I said, Dr. Ethany, however you pronounce it, thinks it's a four. He didn't say it wasn't him. He did call me scum and that he'll walk in another entrance. I guess he, from what I'm gathering from him, he's got to walk from wherever he is now to the, a separate wing, which is weird. He, went out, yeah. he probably doesn't have to. I wonder if they actually do have to walk over or would they wheel his ass over there? I mean, isn't it kind of when you get to the hospital, don't you kind of have to? I guess, no, I guess it's after you have to be in the wheelchair. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, they wouldn't wheel him. They would make him walk. There's nothing wrong with him. And it's a big hospital. It takes, like, forever to walk anywhere in the hospital. Yeah. And they're listening to the show, watching the show, which is fine. Yeah, Eric doesn't realize we're all doing this for him and for his benefit. Yeah. No big deal. The, so the doctor looks pretty good. I mean, he doesn't look Jewish, though, and he's definitely not Indian. From what I'm looking at, where did he go to school? I don't know. I'm just going by what you sent me via text. Maybe we'll give give his officer a call and see what's going on with him. 
I like to use the first name of doctors. I don't like to call doctors doctors if if uh, if I'm not dealing with them on a on a business level. <laughs> well, I think so, his name is it's 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 Chegg Guevara. Chegg Guevara. Chegg. How do you pronounce Chegg, the first name? Like C H E G U E. Yeah. V A R. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, usually with a doctor, you want a Hindu first name or a Jewish first name and last name. But I think he'll be all right. I don't think this is such a major surgery that what are you going to do? Eric no. doesn't have the ability to to seek out other doctors. He is in the top hospital in the world. So, I mean, probably yeah. like top he, ten. He did his <laughs> undergrad at the University of Miami. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, my uncle used to have this saying, what do you call the person who finished last in his medical school class? And the answer is doctor. So at least oh, that doctor God. went to a U.S. school, but who knows where he came from? Ch- Chad yeah. or Ched? Oh, Ched? He, he went to Chicago Medical School, Rosalind Franklin University of Medicine and Science. Ah, yeah. Once once the names start getting really long and sort of sound like a good school, they do that here in New York. Not to say that New York Law School isn't bad, but NYU people don't realize their law school is like top three in in the world. Could be better than even a Yale or Harvard at times. But then there's yeah. also New York Law School, which you know, it sounds like New York, NYU, New York Law School is a huge, huge difference in the quality of schooling. But yeah, if you're not gonna have a uh, Indian or Jewish doctor, then I know it's prejudicial, but fuck, when your life is on the line, <laughs> who the fuck cares, you know? Uh, and it kind of goes contrary to your daily life in terms of your your own bias and prejudice. But let's see if we can call over to the hospital and figure out what Eric is going to be doing. I did notice that they have a hospital for special surgery, and mm-hmm. perhaps he's in the general hospital now. Because I know that big boy, he likes, to, he likes to get in a room, and he likes just laying there. He likes the service, and, and probably didn't even like be there the, that the early. Pamper. Like the pamper, likes to be pampered. <laughs> yeah, so apparently... And, and I guess also the other breaking news is the fight from last night. Uh, I thought a lot of it was supposedly joking, but apparently Jolie was, was, was serious. Um, Eric claims that Jolie wasn't acting trashy. I don't, I don't know. I don't like to judge until I can hear from Jolie. So my opinion is she could have been acting trashy. And I told her, I thanked her on behalf of the production team because – they were all excited about the fight, and then yeah. I, this morning I, I thanked her on on their behalf. But I just I'm not I'm not sure if if it was real or not. She's oh, it was really real. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, on my end, it was real. Yeah, but you aren't going crazy and acting trashy. I I didn't know if if she was being real or not. But definitely I mean, what I heard, I, I, I don't know, I'm just purely speculating, but really it sounds like she's yelling at her mother. I hate to get all <laughs> philosophical 
and also using psychology on some level. But, man, when she was yelling and she just went off on you, that's why I wasn't sure if it was real or not. But Yeah. I don't, I don't have she, a lot of experience with that kind of behavior, so I, I'm not I, – I don't know, but it seemed real. I felt like I was being attacked. I mean, my fight-or-flight response definitely kicked in at that moment, and it felt pretty real to me. Um, yeah. I, I, there's, well, no, there's no reason that leads me to believe that it wasn't real actually. So, I mean, oh. Well, she's either a really good actor or really trashy, and I'm going to reserve my judgment until I actually, and I've never even spoken to Jolie, and I actually appreciate what she does for him, and I know you do too. It was weird. I still can't figure out what the hell you two are fighting about. I don't think there is even a real issue. I really don't. So, we'll see what actually occurs when we get going. So, yeah. I want to pull up the the numbers, and we can call as, do you want to call as Mr. and Mrs. Bleeman? i got to be a gay guy. You need to be dead. But when you were living, she was actually kind of cool, and she she did what a lot of Jewish women want to do is bang non-white people. So she was banging a Spanish dude, a good guy. And it was, it was a weird-looking couple, but think about it. She went from married to a gay white Jewish guy to then a common law marriage to a Spanish guy who was awesome. He loved music. He loved dancing. They were, they were still partying into the later stages of her life. So, and she was really good. And Eric was cool with her and people would try and disparage their relationship. Eric is who he is. And the mom never rejected him. And, and that was the dad. I mean, the dad has his own, thing going on so I actually got into a debate with one of the people in my building he's a he's a Hindu but he's he was brought here when he was eight from India and he disappointed mm-hmm. his family by not becoming a doctor he's only in finance and he he thinks he's liberal so whatever whatever we talk about in terms of politics it's whatever the Democrats do he's still caught in that trap of us versus them, immigrant type yeah. thing, and I told him like first generation immigrants are going to be angry, and you're going to be ang- you're going to, and by the way, the media, which it's not just the general media, the Democratic Party, which I was a part of, we have a we have a campaign to for you to equate white men, politicians, Republicans with racists, and to be all that four different words that they'll use every time, so growing up that's what he thought and that will keep the, the democratic party's base angry so point is we had a debate about transgender and we we're just talking about it and to me it's a mental disorder it's it's gender dysmorphia and yeah it's not it's different than being gay when you're gay you're gay that's fine but it is impossible for a mammal to change their gender so i just made that statement and I don't know if a lot of people, if that's a shock to people, but you cannot change your gender. You have chromosomes that will either form you to be a male or female, and I know there's a few abnormalities, but let's just say you cannot change your gender. It's impossible. That's, that's a fact. And I go, bro, you went to NYU. Did they, did, uh, did they teach you that fact that you can't change your gender? And it's like, well, uh, I don't know if it's true, hermaphrodite. It's like, no, you cannot change your gender. You can mutilate your body. You can mutilate your genitals, your penis, your vagina. You can do all that. 
you will never change your gender. I'm not sure how we got yeah, off on DNA, DNA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Right. So why we're talking about that, I have no, I have no clue. I guess because we're talking about Indians and doctors. I always, I, on a daily basis, I make fun of him how he disappointed his parents and only became a big finance guy, but not a doctor. <laughs> so, and then I have other friends that, that are Indian doctors and they didn't disappoint their parents. I actually really like the Indian culture. And I try to explain to him that most Americans view brown people as all the same. They do view them as, as Muslims. I didn't even know growing up that there's a difference between the Indians that obviously are practicing Islam and then others that are practicing other religions. So most of the Indians are Hindu Indians for the most part, Katie, you'll love this. The numbers are astonishing. They support Trump more than any other group by far. And I didn't understand why. Indian Hindus do. And it's purely for racist reasons. Uh, really? Hindus and the Muslims in India have always had a, had a huge, huge conflict. But the Hindus here are absolutely for Trump and because they view him as just anti-Muslim whether he is or he isn't, uh, that's just one thing that they do. So it's pure racism, the vote, the Indian Hindu vote. He happens to be an Indian Hindu who hates Trump, hates Whitey, which I I bring out to him on a daily basis. But regardless, we have to get back to big boy here. We kind of went off on a tangent. So let's then start the show, and you can take over. And maybe we'll call in as Mr. and Mrs. Bleeman, try and get information on our big boy son. And we'll go from there. Okay, why don't you start this call? I feel a little uncomfortable doing this one. Which one? Uh, the doctor's office. Oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll see how it goes, see if people want to call in. Call in number is 657-383-0100. Shuli had texted me yesterday saying he wanted to do an interview. I generally shy away from the interviews. I've done them over the past, in the past. Not to be cool or anything, I just... I'm introverted, believe it or not, and I, I prefer not to even do any type of publicity. It's not necessarily my forte, but I do like to stay behind the scenes, as you can see, and, and annoy the shit out of people. Yeah, of course I know Jolie wasn't acting trashy. <laughs> that was the whole joke. I didn't think I had to explain that to some people. But let's start six five seven three eight three zero one hundred. We have no callers on the line, which is great. We just lost our one one call. Let me start the show so we can not disrupt Jerry and the production team. Yeah, the thing about it even is it's sometimes very hard to tell if you're joking or not. Well, that's my whole stick. I know. That's that's what I do. You're very, that's very good at that. Yeah, a true asshole. <laughs> a true freaking <laughs> asshole. boy surgery day today and we got kitty on the line after her big fight last night with jolie we'll talk to her about that and again i'm your reluctant host here while eric is in surgery today we have fans roaming the halls 
pretty much every hole right now we have a spy on getting any information we can about Eric's surgery. We, we, we believe we identified the doctor, and we believe we identified the time of the surgery, but we'll find out. Kitty, how are you feeling from last night's fight? Um, I'm hanging tough. I'm all right. Um, it, I come kind of caught off guard, and I, you know, it kind of it sucked, and whatever. I don't care. It's fine. It was, it was shitty of her. Whenever I get into a verbal fight, you have your best lines. About three or four hours later, when you can't go to sleep, you come up with your George Costanza the ocean and was calling you type line and it's where you, you do your best work. At least I do not necessarily during the fight, well, but after the fight, is, it, is there any lines you came up with after the fact? Well, no, because only because I went into the chat room and when I got in there, everybody reminded me of all the things I should have said about her. <laughs> so I didn't have to get <laughs> to that point. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's, and you brought up the, point earlier in our secret discussion before the show about fight or flight there's also the freeze thing which i I come to learn right you always hear fight or flight or freeze a lot of times i do freeze for some reason when i'm walking in the streets i see people pass out all the fucking time and i do know cpr and i've done it before on a friend who actually survived but then later died six months later it's not the issue it's just a matter of i do have a lot of freeze and I read a book recently about how people thought that New Yorkers were cold when something like this would happen. No one would react. And really what it dealt with is the freeze aspect of your adrenaline and your reaction to some sort of stimulus, fight, yeah. flight, or freeze. So Jolie is taking care of Eric. Do you appreciate what Jolie has been doing for Eric? Oh, yeah. She's a straight-up Florence Nightingale. Definitely. Him. When you say no, that, really. that reference, I yeah, really done anything. I can you explain Florence Light Nightingale? I've only heard that recently, but I really don't understand it. What that what that Florence means when Nightingale you say that? Florence Nightingale was like the founder of modern nursing, I guess. Um, she's not, you know, any anyone from our time, but um, yeah, she was a um, she was English and. Yeah, I guess she just started, she's like a Victorian nurse, and she started the whole nursing movement as it is today, I guess. That wasn't a great explanation, but so Florence Nightingale is a person? Yeah, yep. That lived, it wasn't a character in a book or a play or something like that? No, she was a real lady, yep. Okay, so when you used the term, I felt that you were being negative when you said it. Is that what you were trying to do? Yeah, I was trying to be funny. Yeah, they failed. Oh, no, I mean, like, I would think if you said that to someone who's taking care of someone else, that perhaps they're they're deriving more. It's like Florence Nightingale. Like, she comes in there, and it's just, like, go, like pulling out, like, all the bells and whistles and, like, all the stops for him and just being, you know, overly um, caretaking and... Um, very type A and getting everything done and saving the day kind of thing. I don't get that from her at all. As much as I'm, you know, calling her trash and everything, I don't, I don't feel that way at all. I don't think that she's 
really doing it all for her own benefit. I mean, most of your actions are for your own benefit, but I don't believe that there's this such a huge negative reason that she's acting the way she's acting. She's taking care of Eric. I mean, if you look at her actions, she's there, right? If you look at Gonzo, and I always use this test for employees too. It's good if you have a business or if you are an employee, I call it the million dollar test. I love yeah. when it snows. I don't care if there's fucking 12 feet of snow. I don't ever close the office ever. And it's not yep. for being a prick. I wait for the snow and I, I actually have this in a manual. The employees even know it. I basically say that if it's important enough to get here, you will. And if I put a million dollars in cash on your desk and I said, even if there's 15 feet of snow, can you make it to your desk by 9 a.m. to get the million dollars? Like, can you do yeah. it? Most would figure out a way. Either they would sleep in the office, they would take a hotel near the office. They'll figure out a way to get there. Or you put on so, your fucking snowshoes and get there to yeah. get that million and dollars. That's a whole yeah. other aspect, uh, the lack of grit that some people have. But you'll not, with snow, you'll be able to tell which one of your employees would actually make that. And sometimes I do put $500 cash on the desk just to. Not the fuck them, just as, as a as a way to say, hey, when we're here, we work hard. We also we don't. I only make them work, make them work. They only have to work four days a week here, also. So, but it is a way to judge people. Point with Gonzo is, if he wanted to get here, he would get here. Right? If there was a million dollars sitting on Eric's bed, and he gets it, if he got there by 9 a.m. yesterday, would he have gotten there? Would he have missed his flight? The answer is no. He wouldn't have. So somewhere between zero and a million dollars, Eric wasn't worth it enough to him. And then you hear all the babies that whine and say, yeah, but what about a car accident? My car breaks down. Bullshit. Then you leave earlier. And you get that type of attitude a lot from sport, but I would presume you get it from, from good leaders and bosses too that will just instill you. There is no such thing as an excuse. You should die before you give an excuse. It's a hard-line attitude to take, but people will change their lives if they stop giving excuses for anything. So for Gonzo, who knows? I don't even know Gonzo either. So my judgment on someone who doesn't make it is that it wasn't worth it enough to him. So for for Jolie to be there, that means something. That That's 95% just showing up there. I mean, she's there. So I don't think that there's a real, for me, I have no problem with her doing it, even if she was doing it for purely selfish reasons. She's there. We're not there. I'm not there. You're not there. Well, I mean, there is certain show attention. That's a motive. So, you know, at least that's what everyone's saying. Now, I'm hoping that we we do have, how many, we have, what, seven people that are at the hospital now. I know that also Tear God, Teardrop or Tear God, one of them from from the chat room was supposed to send us some video from, his his intel. He's doing some good good work there, and I think we have some video that was sent. Let's see here. And again, call in if you want six five seven three eight three zero one hundred. I appreciate some calls in. Talk with Kitty about our big fight last night. Let's see. We did receive some some intel from one of our spies on on the floor. So Eric is going to be transported apparently around 1230. Uh, we'll, we'll try and find out more information from our spies and our doctors that work in the hospital. But for now, hey, we're basing on the fans. And look at this. There really is. 
and the fans there, I'm looking at the the video, I could see straight away in the background, we have fans, in addition to our spies and doctors, we have fans there, and I'm going to put this up, Kitty, if you want to just take over for a little bit, and I'll have the team put this up. Okay. If you don't mind. Maybe you could just, are you on the board right now? Number six five seven three eight three zero one hundred. Call in if, if if the fans don't mind. You call in. I just need a few minutes, and I don't want to go to commercial break right now. So let's just call in. Talk to Kitty about what she's been fingered by twelve different girls. That's a lot of material right there. Uh, she's got her lesbian summer camp. You want to talk about or the big fight last night? Uh, if anyone wants to call in, they can. The number six five seven three eight three zero one hundred. In the meantime, I'm gonna put up the video of our of our fan that's actually in. Let's Kitty, if you don't mind, take this call. Eric code six oh two, you're on the phone with Kitty. Hi Kitty, it's Crystal. Oh, if we lost Crystal, how you doing? It's Vince. Hello? You did great it's yesterday. Kitty. I want to talk to you. Kitty, are you there? I hate I hate shows when you hear people. Are you there? Are you there? Well, anyway, Crystal, I know. Did, I'm she, to... did we lose her? Yeah, we may we may have. Now the question is: Now, if we had to put lines on, who has been fingered by more girls, Crystal or <laughs> Kitty? And I don't mean to be uh, sexual on this show because I really want to get to the fans infiltrating the hospital. But mm-hmm. if I had to, if I had to put a spread, no pun intended. I would say it's a pick pick Uh, But with Crystal, though, you never know. She could be totally anti-girl. So it it could be an easy bet. Don't give us the answer yet, though. Don't tell us anything about your your female encounters. Crystal, why don't you take this call for me? Uh, Let's go to Unknown Caller. You're on the air. Hey, Crystal. Lester from the chat. Hi, Lester. Lester. How are you? Good. Um, last night, Kitty was, after the fight, she was talking about some personal stuff she did. She was saying she watched Schindler's List and cried at the end because Oscar Schindler lost all of his free labor. And I just thought that was appropriate. <laughs> I wanted to get your comment. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. I don't, I don't remember her saying that, but I wasn't paying attention, so. Yeah, she I definitely she said, said the that. Same thing. I, I, about uh, 12 years a slave. She said that nice family lost their, their worker at the end. Um, it sucks. But I'll hang up yeah. and listen. It sucks to lose can, your can, workers. And can you stay on? Cause I, huh, he doesn't stay on. Yeah, well, yeah Crystal, that's fine. Yeah, may, Crystal, maybe you can tell us a little bit about you. How old are you? Uh, I am 37. Okay. Yeah, I'm 40, going on 41. So, Where did you grow up? I grew up in California, Southern California. And where do you live now? I live in Arizona. Um, I wanted to say something really quick because I didn't quite yeah. agree with what you were saying earlier um, about yeah. Jolie. You're like, at least she's there. At least she's there. And you said, who cares if she's there for bad, you know, why she's there. At least she's there. And I just want to say I don't agree with that because she's not there for sincere reasons. I don't feel like she's sincere about uh, her feelings for Eric at all. And she's also preventing someone who is sincere about her feelings for Eric, which is Kitty, from being there. So I don't think her being there should be counted for anything except for just a, a 
fucking bitch yeah. being there. Fine, it could be, but we don't know. Is it fair to to judge you or to judge me without actually knowing? And that's that's I the get point I make. Yeah, that's the thing. It sucks. I mean, but we have to judge people. I mean, Kitty judges people just based on their skin color, and she has a right to do that. In fact, <laughs> yeah, your brains will do things like that. I mean, she also judges them on their religion too. But now we yeah, have a video not. from a fan. It's it's sideways. Do you want to see it sideways? It's a thirty-two second video. Do you want to take the time and, and do you want me to rotate it around? Which I'm, eh, I think you good. should ask the chat. Good. Let's play it. Let's see. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Hold on, Lance. This is from Tear God? Yeah, just hold for a second. I'm watching it. This is breaking news. All right, that's breaking news. Breaking news happening now. We have the fans storming into the hospital, which is great. If you see in the background there, it's a nice hospital open. And the way a hospital looks is important. Actually, they have to have quality care, too. But that's awesome. So for the fans as we're there throughout the day, go ahead, infiltrate, take the videos, send them back here. I'll flip them around and I'll, I'll put them together properly. But it's good that we have people on each floor. We'll find out where that big boy is. And he's trying to hide from me. He's listening right now, too. And, and we're all wishing Eric, uh, I, most of us are, that he does well in his surgery. And I think he will. His doctor looks okay. I mean, yeah. I, he, I texted. Not... Go ahead. Go ahead. I texted Meat Truck Mike in hope and hopes that I could get something from um, Meat Truck Mike about where he, you know, how his mood was. I said, can you please give me an update on Eric's mood, where, you know, what his mind set is at this point? But I haven't heard back from him. Yeah, actually, the first time we heard from Meat Truck, or at least I did, was yesterday, and he seems like a really good guy. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he is. Strength, He's awesome. Which is, yeah, he, he he seems genuine. And the fact is that it's great when people infiltrate the habitat because then we can have them open up the drawers and things that we, we can't see. We're, we're so used to staring at a desk, but it's nice to see really inside and, and all around. So that's a cool part of it. So you're in for an adventure. When are you going into the local jail there? Uh-huh. Um, I go Tuesday for my pretrial hearing. And it's basically going to come down to me. I mean, I could go there and I could plead not guilty and, you know, delay the inevitable. But um, I don't really want it to go to trial because I don't want them to seek a warrant to search my phone that they have in their possession. <laughs> uh, because then if there's a, there'll be no point. Um, Hold on. So, listen, so you haven't been, you haven't pled guilty or been convicted yet. And I have pled not guilty. Yeah. Yeah, you pled not guilty. So why do you why are you presuming you're going to 15 days of jail then? Because I'm I'm kind of backed into a corner here. I I feel like I because I already can 
confess in a way. Like, I already talked after I was read my Miranda rights. I was, uh, the cop was asking me some questions and stuff, and he had told me that he already had uh, two, or he said he, he, he lied and said he had multiple um, people who confirmed that they had gotten a massage from me and then jacked off and paid me or whatever. And so, and I knew of one for sure that, that he did have. So I'm like, well, I'm fucking busted. And I knew he had my phone that he had just taken from me and that there's a, a crap load of evidence on my phone pointing to the fact that, yes, I was giving massages. massages. So I just didn't lie. And so I just told him, I admitted that, yeah, I did this, you know. And so he's got a confession from me that, that says I did do this. And so it's like, why, what's the point in saying, oh, I'm not guilty and delaying the inevitable, costing taxpayers money? If I just say I'm guilty, then the Arizona law is that if you are convicted of prostitution, be it a misdemeanor or not, it's a 15-day mandatory minimum sentence. Mandatory minimum. It's interesting because it would be almost impossible to prove that you did this using the people that you actually gave massages to. Because in my mind, you just gave them massages. Then what? So then they got to put up a guy who's not going to want to testify. And right. he's going to have to prove, and it's a high level of proof, that he paid you specifically for a hand job, not that you were attracted to him and it was a mutual agreement after the fact. Do you have a, right. a massage license? No, and that's one of my charges as well. Yeah, because I had mentioned this before, but in New York, it's actually a felony to give a massage without a license, but it's only a misdemeanor in terms of any type of sexual contact for money. So the big crime is here is that you don't have a license and you're giving a massage. Now, there are ways around that too, presumably, but for you, I feel like you're throwing in the towel too quickly. What would be the maximum amount of days in jail if you were convicted? I'm not sure. I just know that when I, so I was arrested, and what's we, I was going to ask, I wanted to ask you this too. What's weird is if you look on my court paperwork, like they came, the day that they got the confession from the guy that I had just um, serviced, <laughs> um, the, the day that they got that was August 13th of 2017, and I stopped taking uh, doing the massages at my house at that point because it spooked me. And so I was only doing out calls after that. And so nothing happened. Like they, he doesn't have, the cops didn't have anything else from, for that two months. And then all of a sudden one day out of the blue or one night out of the blue, October 17th, I get this knock on my door or they like pound on my door. There's like 10 officers, 10 to 15 officers surrounding my house and they arrest me for prostitution. I wasn't even in the middle of committing an act. It was just, they just showed up out of nowhere and decided to arrest me. And on my court papers, it says date of violation is August 13th and 10-17. But I wasn't doing anything illegal on that date when I was arrested. Yeah, so I'll just say to you, I mean, it's your choice whether you want to speak or not You know, on the air. Obviously, it could get back to everyone. It sounds like you're already admitted to certain things, but I'm oh, not yeah, sure. Yeah. What, yeah, I mean, you know that. It's up to you if you want to keep speaking. This is just a calling comedy show but we can it is it is interesting i've talked about how, it i've talked about it on my show i've talked about it on podcast i've okay, talked about all right, it all right. Right. i'm open yeah, yeah. I just wonder, yeah that's cool I, I do actually i'm i'm hugely fascinated with human sexuality and what you're doing to me is absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever and it's actually 
there we say that prostitution is the oldest profession in the world. That's fine. But there's a psychological reason for everything we do. And a lot of it has to do with how freaking prude we are here. It is weird. It is so weird that consenting adults can't contract to have certain parts of their body touched where you can touch an arm or leg. You can't touch a penis. It's weird. It's just absolutely right. weird that we have it. Right. So I'm right. so liberal when it comes to these things. So, I don't – and by the way, there's a huge demand for it. I mean, why are the males demanding it? Right, so no, there's, there's not. Well, I haven't. I, I haven't. Uh, I, it was, it's no, really males, hard for me to con- – I'm saying why does a male want to get a massage where you manipulate his penis to orgasm? That there's the <laughs> Manipulate his penis to orgasm. <laughs> yeah, you want to get technical. That's great. Right? I'm like, going to use that. <laughs> well, thing is, though, but you had said, no, there's not. I don't think you were saying there's not a demand for, for guys wanting hand jobs. I, can I be honest with you? I, I run yeah. into, first of all, I'm the worst hooker in the world, okay? If that's what we're going to call me, because I, to begin <laughs> with, I didn't even hooker? know that hand jobs constituted prostitution. When I hear the word prostitute, I automatically think someone's slinging their pussy. Like, I, and I don't... I don't use my vagina at all, and I don't use my mouth. Like, I literally was just giving hand jobs, and it's a skill that I've per- perfected over the years, and I'm very, very proud of it. <laughs> yeah, and why should um, you be? Who cares? Yeah, like, right. my so, point is but, that, be, go, go ahead. ahead. You had, uh, are you debating that guys don't have a demand for hand jobs? I'm telling or, you that it's very difficult for me to sell the hand job. Um Every time compared to what? I, I, the hand job compared to regular stuff. Right. Okay, so this is here's my pitch. You want to hear my pitch? Here's my pitch. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm like I I will give you a full body. I say rubbed, not massage, because I don't have a good. massage license. That's my girl. Good, uh, good, good. That took me a while to learn that though. <laughs> yeah, that's um, smart though. <laughs> yeah, so I say you know it's a four you know it's 45 minute full body rub. Uh, head to toe with coconut oil because coconut oil is literally godsend. And then um, it comes with a happy hand ending. And I used to call myself happy hands. <laughs> um, so I, it's a, with the happy hands ending. And so nine times out of ten, I will get, well, what does that entail? Motherfucker, if you don't know what a happy hands ending is, okay, whatever. I'll, okay, fine. I'll tell you what it is. And I said, well, it's like a glorious cock and ball massage. <laughs> Um, I'm just massaging that area. It's not my fault if you pop off or, you know, in the middle of it. It's a sensitive area. And so, um, but they're like, well, how about you do that with your mouth? I'm like, bitch, I didn't say nothing about mouth hug. I said, happy hands ending. And they're just like, why why should I pay you to do something I can fucking do to myself? And I'm like, well, because I do it better than you. But that's not the point. They just don't, they'd rather have a mouth or a pussy, and and so I really run into that. It's a blocker. Okay, me. now I get what you're saying. Right. So yeah, the demand for your service there is just a type, and yeah, it's weird because I would never go to a prostitute, but I've been to places before I was even married when I was in what probably 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago maybe, where it's just it's just a massage with a happy ending. That's all that I wanted, that my friends wanted. They weren't looking for anything else because anything else is just completely a different type of situation. Right. 
but it's yeah, not so, though, and that's what's that's what that's what has me reeling because it's like most of them. I'll tell you, ninety eight percent of the people that I saw were married men, and it was in the in their mind, they're not fucking somebody else. They're not letting somebody suck their dick. They're just getting a massage that comes with a little tug at the end, like. Yeah. It's it's a release. That's all. They, and they don't feel like they're cheating on their wives at that point. For I mean, I guess it's a twisted logic, but that's who I see. Those men are the ones that I would see. The guy that snitched on me that ended up being the son of the Astros batting coach, he was married. And it's like wives just are not, you know, taking the time to, you know, please their husbands or whatever, I guess. But And it makes me – it's hard for me. It's very hard for me to sit there and own up to the fact that, okay, I'm a prostitute because I don't fuck and I don't suck, and, and, and it's not – it's just I am as legitimately massaging someone as someone a massage parlor is, and I just don't have a license. And and to, to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm a prostitute. Like, I have to go to jail, and I have to tell these girls that are in there for better crimes than I am, like the Grand Theft Auto and shit, they're going to be like, what are you in here for? I'm like, fucking giving hands up, yo. Like – what? Yeah. So I'd say before, and we'll we'll talk more about the procedure, but I don't know if you should just go ahead and concede. Is there a procedure to get a court-appointed attorney for you? Oh, that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. So my court paperwork, it, this is really strange. It says that um, I have been a, appointed a, um, a public defender. But it says, Great. it also says, this is the craziest thing. It also says that, um, let me if I have them right here really quick. It is, uh, okay, it says, it is further ordered that the defendant pay for the cost of said attorney services. These costs are to be paid directly to the court and are due and payable on or before the payment due date on your payment contract. It doesn't it say if you cannot afford a, a, lawyer, a lawyer, one will be appointed to you at no cost? So why is it telling me I have to pay for it now? Yeah, so how it works here, and I can only tell you how it works here. I, this is not to be relied upon there, is that if you can't afford and you sometimes you have to – you at least have to tell the judge you can't afford it and you shouldn't lie, then you don't have to pay. But Well, I can you, tell the judge I can afford it if he lets me do more hand jobs. That's, a, that's the issue, and, and attorneys will face that. Same thing with, with people who defend – drug dealers, right? They have a lot of cash. And then there's a question of should they be allowed to use that money if it was obtained by illegal means? But I think that if you – how much can an Arizona attorney really be? And perhaps I can help you out. When When is your next court date? I go in on the 14th. Yeah. Which is so, Tuesday. Fine. And, and for me, from what you're saying, I don't, I don't think anything you've done – it could really be proven. You without, even if you confess to it on your own, they still would need, if it was New York, a additional piece of evidence. Now Arizona could be different, but in New York, mind you, you they have my convic- phone. No. Yeah. So what? They have your phone. They have numbers. You're not denying the fact that you're giving body rubs for money, not massages, body rubs. I don't know what the the legal difference would be there, but that's what you're doing. You're not holding yourself out as a licensed massage therapist. Right, sure but, and then there's, they, I got yeah. that charge, though. My second charge is um, giving massages without a license, or no, massage facility without a license, and then massaging, touching others' genitals. Those are my other two charges. Yeah. I mean, Which is like double jeopardy, isn't it? 
and, and I'm not saying facetiously, double jeopardy would mean that they're trying it, you twice for the same. That is, but that is that that's prostitution, and then an additional charge of massaging, touching another person's genitals. That that is, no matter what, I plead, if I plead guilty to the massaging and touching other people's genitals, they can turn right around and be like, well, you just pled guilty to that. That means it's prostitution. Bam. Yeah, but it is two steps. So the difference would be when you reference double jeopardy, let's just say you're charged with one single charge, whatever it may be, prostitution, and then you lose that case and you win it. You found not guilty. They can't go ahead and charge you with that same exact crime. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so for you, there probably is two separate crimes. And again, I know I have to keep saying this. I can't, what I'm saying is based upon New York law, it cannot be relied upon by you or anyone else, whether you're in New York, Arizona. This is just general advice. But you do have a right to know to have a, a legal counsel present, I think you're 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 being foolish by not investing in some form of a private attorney. As much as, and I could I could also look for groups attorneys that actually could help, perhaps right. for even you know a lot less than what they would normally charge. Because I don't want you to go in there and not have your rights protected. It doesn't. I don't know what the prostitution statute in Arizona is, but. It doesn't sound like that's what you were doing. And in reality, whatever you, you, you think you were doing, they have to prove it. Even if you say you did what you did, right. that doesn't mean that you committed a crime. I don't know if, if you're attracted to these guys and you're doing it after the fact. Who the hell knows? But either way, they have to. The burden is not on you. You can keep your mouth shut. And I can't see them proving this case without dragging these guys. Now, you're going to talk about any married guy to bring them to court and have to testify on behalf of the state that, yeah, I paid Crystal with the understanding that I was, my payment was going for a hand job. Like, that sucks. I don't know who would have to do that and who would do that. So I can send you, that, if you, if you have an email, I can send you um, what, like, the police reports and stuff so you can read over it. And if you, if you advise, like, if I should just plead not guilty, that won't keep me from going to be incarcerated on Tuesday, and that will just delay it. And then I have another court, and maybe that will buy me some time. I can do that. And then you can look over that stuff if you'd be willing to do that for me. Yeah, again, like, I don't want to get into the but issue should, of where I'm, I'm providing yeah. legal advice just because you've already said a lot. And open. I, I know you had said it before. You said you said it in open. Yeah, but send me what you have. The, it's E66, which is Eric's email. Yeah. It's not as private. E66home at gmail.com. And the fans, okay. we're over the time, but we'll keep talking. The fans can send all their videos. And I know we're, we're as much as we really want to talk about opening up a big boy's stomach, we're talking now about a serious issue that is not in my mind, that all should be a crime. I'm very liberal when it comes to these issues. And I just wrote a book, Human Sexuality, but it was written in 1910, 1920. It's really cool because it addresses this issue. And the fact is that men are going to you. Yeah, you're saying that their wives aren't taking care of them, which is or is not true. If you're married, then you can understand there is definitely a psychological benefit to having someone new, but also what you're yeah, giving Yeah, no, 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 I've guys, been there. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, and you're giving them the psychological desire that they want, and they they feel needed, and, and it's just for the time. Now, I know girls, most girls, some girls say, hey, honey, here, go, right? So there, there are relationships where it's not cheating in whatever that means. The wife will say, I want you to go get a massage. 
Now, there are guys that say that to their wives. I want you to get a happy ending massage. I want you to get, I want you to have sex in front of me, right? So these are just sexual relationships that people have. Now, if you have married guys coming to you and their wives don't know, yes, their wives will consider that cheating. But I will tell girls, in our minds, there is absolutely no cheating whatsoever. There's no yeah, feeling of love, right? Can you? I what, know that, yeah. What, what is your take on that? Um, it's... Uh... It's a uh, very. I think we should save it for another time, and we should get back to the Eric stuff because I think the chat's getting <laughs> irritated. But, but I, but I, Vinny, this is actually something that I'm very fascinated by, and I would love to talk to you at another time about because my my take on it is not the typical woman's take on it. I actually, because my husband had an affair, and I and I have, I've grown this past four years going through all this and coming to understand it. I'm actually guy-minded on this. Yeah, there's, there's a huge difference for for anyone, especially when I can speak from a male's perspective, is that there's a huge difference between an affair and a hand job or just a hookup where there's absolutely yeah. no potential for emotional investment whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. see a lot of the yeah. guy I've had I had a couple guys, like I had one guy I was talking about in the chat the other day. This man like started damn near crying during the end and was like begging me to hold him. And so I like had he like grabbed onto me and I had to like rock him and it was really fucking sad and he was like damn near in tears like he was just what missing was that emotional about, connection that he, because he oh, was miss, yeah but because and he this is a married man and he's like literally like falling apart in my arms and and just wanting that intimacy and wanting that 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 comfort and security that comes from being held by a woman and and he wasn't getting that 100 percent. it was really embarrassing women, uh yeah like, well, I felt that's, bad kinda, that, that's lame but it, it really is coming out he's able to feel free with you, not his spouse. His spouse doesn't know right. what it is. And a lot of women, a lot of women don't understand that the male body and the way males interpret things, it goes through their mind that they feel love through physical contact. So if you are not giving your male the physical contact he desires, he's not feeling love, and as, as cheesy as it sounds, they will go to you and they will feel that from you. Now, they're not going to fall in love with you. They'll feel it for a few minutes, and then after the and orgasm. And then it goes away, yeah. Yeah, like how quick do they get out of there post-orgasm? Well, that, yeah, well, I want them to fuck out of there. I'm not trying to fucking, you know, be anything more than just a fucking clinical, almost like a clinical experience. Like I don't, I'm not trying to be intimate with anybody. But um, so I was very uncomfortable with this too. But one thing that I did learn, and I think that you'll agree with this, what I've learned from my own experience and my, my husband's affairs and everything is that um, women, we, we don't realize that men have emotional needs that need to be tended to as well. And that men are not going to vocalize that their needs are not being tended to uh, normally nearly as much as a woman will. Like we'll be like, I want attention. Uh, but the man is not going to do that. Um, and so, but also men have this macho attitude about them, like they don't need anything emotional, like they're fine, I'm going to be fine. But the, the bottom line is, is that men have emotional needs that need to be attended to as well, and if those are not being attended to, then the man will, like you said, he will go somewhere else. Yeah, and the emotional need is attended through through physical. I know it seems so freaking easy, but so many couples don't communicate that to each other. So many women don't understand it. And for the men, they don't understand that they need to 
romance their woman the different way. It's ex- actually the exact mm-hmm. opposite. You can't just grab a woman's breath and she's going to get turned on like she does to you. So it's well, a different. Well, I do, but the, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, well, fine. I'm just saying the average. <laughs> I'm kidding. So <laughs> this is breaking news. Men like to be touched. Breaking news happening now. <laughs> so, I love the fact that you cut yourself off with the breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you do that yeah, to Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll get. This is what I love about Big Boy. He's he's so reluctant to do the show. I mean, he fights me. You would not believe that I put on a lot of the behind the scenes, but he fights, fights, fights. Then when he's doing the show, he actually, because he can mimic what he's seen, he can innovate. He came up with the breaking news. I, you know, one day I woke up and I hear this breaking news and it's awesome. It's all, it's all Eric. So everyone's claiming, yeah, they're claiming I have a big boner. No, I don't. Uh, Not right now. So that yeah, that's a cool really huge I, offense to me, but okay. That you don't have a bonus. I'm just I don't. The uh the thing is though I love talking human sexuality at any point and the the issue I love is talking that we don't human talk behavior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. And we just don't yeah. talk and people are afraid. Look, I don't know if your parents how they raised you, but mine never said the word vagina or penis. I say it to my kids, I don't know, twelve thousand times. I feel a dirty. Day. I feel dirty. I'm like, that's your hoo hoo and that's your ding ding and your coin purse. Like we don't need to say penis and vagina. It just seems so like and that's how backwards things are because it's like why is that such a a bad word? It's not a bad word, but it's almost like not okay acceptable for like a little kid to be like, My penis itches like I'd be like, What oh, the no. fuck? <laughs> Yeah, so you, you know? got to get over that quickly. You do because I know. I mean, do you have kids? I do. Yeah, I have so, a boy and a girl. Yeah, me too. And you, you will. You're, you're setting them up. And even the word, I can't stand when people use the word "dirty" when it, when they talk about genitals or sex or any type of. Movie. Oh, you, you there's dirty. a fine line. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to be really it, careful. Like, yeah, no. I, I, I'm also not that. in so front of is, kids. Is, you're not, yeah, but I could, you should never be embarrassed to say the word penis, vagina in front of your kids. They should know what it is. They're going to develop the same way you did most likely. And I mean, your job is to to make them independent people. So when they go out and it's when they reach sexual maturity, they're, they're not so afraid of their bodies and they don't understand what their spouse wants or what their potential mate wants. We're all just mammals. So... Yeah, that's good though. What is a coin purse? I love that. Is that a vagina? Coin purse? No, that's your, your nutsack. What are you kidding me? Coin purse? It's oh, your nutsack. I because they were like those those old school. Do you remember those old school? Yeah. Rubber purses that look like vaginas. The, oh, that yeah. Casey loved using Apple bag for for balls. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Casey. We, yeah, no, Miss Casey is good dude. I lo- I just talked to him the other day. What is he up to? Uh, he's still doing his radio. He's, he's got a radio, his own radio show. It's uh, WMAP, World's Most Amazing People. Um, I will, uh, I'll tell him to, to get in contact with you if he has a way of doing that. Yeah, it's funny because Casey grew up near me, and I always tell my wife, because my, my son has zero interest in sports, and I played a lot of sports growing up, and it's funny because all he cares about is computers, which is my other interest. But I always played sports too. And I go, yeah. uh, I told my wife, I said, if you looked at Casey at age f- 10, 12, 18, 20, 21, 
he's as about as as good as you want from a son in terms of he's excelled at sports because I wrestled. He was a he was a state champ in in wrestling, yeah, but, which is but, huge on Long Island. Yeah. And then he played football in college. Like at that point, so like he peaked at age twenty one, twenty two, and then. After that's gone, yeah, he's, he's always good looking, which is great to have. And, and you, you can yeah. always see that. And when you go back and listen to the old shows, Howard's always putting Casey down because Casey's what Howard always wanted to be. So, right. You know, a good looking athletic guy, and it's just not what Howard is. But Casey is a very, opposite. very, he's a very sad and, and soul. So. No, I know. So you, yeah. you look at him, and it's great, but then if your kid is Casey, and it's not a put down of KC because mental disorders, it's a huge issue. So yeah, it's, he's not, he was, he peaked and he was at the top 18, 6, 16, 17, 20, 22. And then for the rest of your life, now you were great at high school sports and college, but what's now going what? on fundamentally in your life? Yeah. And Casey's got the right. issues and probably a lot stems from his dad dying early, but yeah, you know, it's easier said than done. I'm not, I'm not playing psychologist here. So, all right, Chris, I did an interview with awesome. him. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you can keep talking if you want. Today's Friday at the office. At here, I have more freedom to speak louder. And though I have my own office, I don't generally like to be screaming about weird things. I guess they think it's weird when I say "Good morning, big boy." <laughs> I don't know I what think they I think was, is going I was adorable, on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Eric, though. You're in Arizona, so you're not going to be storming the halls of of the hospital. I Stands I know. Yeah, I wish I could. Yeah, I mean, people are flying in from all over the world for this, but fans that are there <laughs> can send their videos to e66home at gmail.com. If you want to send me anything, too, I can have – I could definitely search out Arizona attorneys trying to help you out. I would say I would that appreciate any, it. Yeah, anyone in any situation – yeah, it's, I, it's easier said than done to say keep your mouth shut after you get arrested, but a lot of times – if you've never really been in trouble before, or you have, you just kind of want to get I'm not the most, yeah. And plus, I'm just not a good, I just don't, like, when I had the problem with the illegal immigrant uh, in my car, I, I was able to, that was the first time and only time in my life I actually exercised my right to remain silent, and I'm really glad I did that, because I would be in jail right now <laughs> for that, but. What happened? Um, oh, you, de- yeah. Okay, you, so you an illegal know. immigrant, I, I don't know what you're. To. I I I uh, was doing a driving job and I I picked up a passenger for somebody and it turns out it was um uh an illegal alien and so then that that person called the tip line and tipped off that I just picked up an illegal alien so then I was pulled over and I was arrested and detained at the border patrol out here for uh, suspicion of uh. Smuggling. <laughs> that's an illegal alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fucking great. So you got crazy stories, man. You probably I do. I do. I have a lot. My en- yeah, my entire, my, I am a walking ball of content. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so someone calls the police and, and what's the claim? Crystal picked Okay, picked so I didn't, I didn't want to go too much. Okay, so basically. Know, briefly. I I was basically involved. I didn't without even realizing it. It's just dumb because I'm so naive to stuff like this. Apparently, I was I was connected with the cartel at that point, and I didn't realize it. So I was, but I did real I did know that I was you know going and picking up these people for them. Um, I but I didn't know who them was. It was just a guy that had hired me to you know trans you know to drive for him. 
And so I picked them up. I would pick them up and then I would bring them to Phoenix and I would get paid to do that. And so I, but I did about three. And then on my third one, I uh, was stopped and they knew. And they said, the cop looked at me like, well, you know, we got a call that you picked up a illegal alien by the border. And I'm like, who's going to fucking call and say that? Like, it was like around nobody. There was no houses around. There was no, it had to have been the people that, that I was doing it for. And, and so that's what happened. So I ended up uh, yeah. going to. And that's a yeah. common a common scheme where they're fucking you. Over. I found out. Yeah, I found that out later. Yeah, right. So it's like, if the drugs, I'm presuming it was drugs, or you just no, 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 no. People. It was a person. Yeah. Yeah, it was just people. So you're moving elite. That's cool. So, in addition to prostitution as a on your resume, you can also put <laughs> <laughs> transporting illegal aliens. What do they call that type of person? I know because I know that. They, it was like trafficking. I think they were detaining me to make sure I didn't. Because like, had I gone over the border and, and got them and then brought them across the border, then I would have been, they would have thrown the book at me and I would have rot, be rotting in jail right now. But um, because they were able to check and see that I had never actually crossed the border at all and I had actually picked the people up on this side of the border they couldn't get me for smuggling because I didn't, I didn't, I, I legit, honestly, all I did was pick up a passenger. I was asked to pick up. I don't know the details, but I'm just doing a job I was asked to do. I'm an Uber driver. It's not my job to fucking vet these people and check their fucking green cards. Like that's your job as the cop. And if I pick them up on this side, then maybe you need to watch your job a little bit closer, you know? Yeah. ultimately, most crimes come down to intent. Can they, did you intentionally break the law? Some don't. For example, if, if there's a, a crime that's statutory, statutory rape, even if a girl shows you her ID that says she's 30 and you see a birth certificate and you ask a cop if she's 30, if she's under the age of consent, whatever it may be in your state, then intent doesn't matter. So that's a non-intent crime. But almost all crimes do have intent as a prerequisite to being convicted of it. So you would have to know that what you were doing was was illegal. And not necessarily that what you were doing broke the law, but whatever their intent, did you know that they were illegal and you were transporting illegal people? And you don't have to answer that question. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I'm not saying you. I'm going to exercise yeah. my right to remain silent on this. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. And I wasn't paying as much. I was trying to get the Mexican sound music drop, and I played the wrong one. And I've never used it before. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, see, I, I don't even know what actually I played because I, I don't have the sound on when I'm talking. So, yeah, so that's cool. So you got a lot of good and you have a good voice for radio. I don't, but you do, and you have good stories. And the biggest thing is being authentic, meaning you're, you're willing to Absolutely. not have yeah. this stick in this facade. And that goes for anyone that's either going on trial, doing a deposition. A lot of things we teach is to be authentic. Same thing with entertainers as well when they're doing stand-up or any type of public speaking. So that's cool. We got the trafficker 
on your resume. We have prostitute on the resume. <laughs> that's <laughs> got to be that's got to be valuable somewhere, right? Like that's got to be a skill somehow, somewhere. You think marketable. Yeah, it is, and ultimately, people want to hear about it because there's a demand for it. If there wasn't a demand for guys getting blowjobs, handjobs, whatever it may be, then you wouldn't have a job. So it's there. And same thing with drugs too. I've never taken an illegal drug in my life, but it is. I have. If there, yeah, fine, that's okay. If there wasn't a demand here for the drugs then we wouldn't need the Mexicans to smuggle them over. And then, of course, the corporations to make them via their legal, quote-unquote, legal drugs. So, cool. I definitely want to – it was weird. I heard yesterday I, was, I wanted to talk to Kitty and the Tinks. I wanted to see if, if we can bring you aboard to do your own show. Uh, and you don't have to call it the world's worst prostitute because I don't think that that's necessarily – I know you were talking about the world's worst prostitute show. But you I never am really the world's worst prostitute. I'm, it's because I'm not a fucking prostitute. I'm a hand job fucking connoisseur, is what I am. <laughs> yeah, it is fucking so weird. Think about it. Like, if you want to rub my finger in the same motion as you would a penis, the you wouldn't need a license to do it, nor would it be illegal. So why do we determine that certain parts of the body you can't touch? It's fucking crazy. And in reality, there's no way to ever police this. The demand will always be high. A male's body is built to procreate from, what, mm-hmm. age 10 to age 80 every 20 minutes. So that's just the way it is. Once they orgasm, they can go again in, in, in 20 minutes. The females, they have a vested interest in who they sleep with in theory because they're the ones that can get pregnant. This is just Well, I think it's because we're letting the man go into our body. Like you guys, for a man, you're just sticking your dick in a hole. For a woman, we're letting you enter our bodies. Yeah, and if it was reverse, it would be the same thing. The, the biggest consequence of intercourse is you as a female – can give birth. So that means now you have nine months of being pregnant and the rest and of your life. And a fucking lifelong STD called a kid. Yeah, I know. Right. So that's always the huge difference. So your body is built to, you have to be more selective in who you choose. A male's body is built to procreate with whomever it can. And once women can understand that, especially in a relationship, a long term committed relationship, they'll better understand their male partner. So Think about that in the sense that most of the guys that you're coming to, their bodies are built to release almost at any point and for any reason, and they have no consequence in theory in who they right. have intercourse with, right? Because most right. of the male species, they're, they're, the male is Can gone. Walk away. Any other, yeah, we're no different than any of the other mammals. Very few mammals will mate for life, and humans are – as you, you can – you can come and speak as an expert witness to whether humans can are built to mate with one person for life. I mean, probably no, I, I don't, not, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that yeah, we're too. Like, there's too much. Yeah. But of course, if you have a partner who understands that, and let's just say you get married again, now either you take care of your husband so great, or you can open up and, and know that if he got a hand job, he's not going to be in love with that person. It's hard for girls to grasp that. I'm still trying to convince my wife to grasp this bullshit theory, right? But I mean, mm. I'm, I'm going to keep trying. You know? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, how, how's that going uh, for you, Vin? Do you duck no, whenever no, you I, present that to her? 
Yeah, like still, I'll let you know when when she actually agrees to it because you have it kids, it makes everything different. You know, like so. All right, let's move along. We're gonna have to at, at some point end this show. I know people want to hear more about your hand job stories, but you can save them. <laughs> I doubt for, it. <laughs> have you ever had a girl? Have you had a girl come in for massage? You know what? I I uh, I've had girls. Um, who have inquired, always just got a really, like, weird feeling about it. Like, maybe it was um, a setup. I don't know. I, I I don't have much going for me as in the way of, like, I'm very naive and I believe the best of people and stuff, but I do have some pretty strong intuition. And when my gut is telling me, ah, this is weird, um, I just don't go with it. And, and I feel like, because I don't believe that women normally, I, and I could be wrong, are going to pay for a service such as that. Um, so I, it just seems very off to me, and so I never I never uh, entertained it. Yeah, I would say that you're probably right. And if you heard the story on Howard's, one of his last shows where a female paid for a male misuse, and I guess that would be more common. I, I don't think lesbians are out there. Uh, looking for other females, but you probably would get inquiries from couples, I would imagine. I uh, I have had a couple of those too, and that's just for me. I'm not. Um, I can see that going so badly. Like my first massage experience, um, the first time I tried, I decided I was going to go ahead and give this a try. Uh, didn't go well at all. I ended up um, being assaulted, and 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 looking back, I I realize I can see the mistakes that I made clearly as day now and and I don't I'm not saying I'm not justifying what the guy did or anything but I there's a lot of careless uh carelessness and and just naivety from on my end that that contributed to what ended up happening um and I just don't I don't like to put myself in a situation where I'm not I'm not the kind of person like a a good prostitute I would think of going to lead a man to believe that he's going to be able to do whatever he wants with her and he's paying for the time so the time starts as soon as he gets the, as she arrives and then she just tries to like you know bamboozle him or, or distract him to get that time out of the way without having to do anything but she still gets the money like I could never lead someone to believe that something is going to happen there that's not going to happen because I don't want to be in a situation with this person where they're expecting something more than I'm willing to give. And I think that if I was with couples, like what if I got a really freaky, kinky couple and I'm like massaging one of them and the other one like comes up behind me and tries to put their like penis in my butt. Like who knows? Like there's so many different things yeah. that can happen and I just don't want to be in that position. But so the first massage altogether. you ever gave, was it an alcohol or an in-call? It was an in-call and it was when I was living in the house completely by myself. I had no roommates and all I had was like a mattress on the floor and um, I, I was specific and just I clearly said no sex this is not a sexual thing. It's strictly just massage. This was before I was giving um, the happy endings. And um, I mean, I stressed it so many times, like the, the not sex. And yeah. then, okay. But, so what happened? You when started he, massaging him? And I was dressed bumpy too. And then I was I started massaging him, and and then just, it just the situation just got out of control, and and like I don't really want to go through it all over again. But like it just I wasn't raped, but but there was an attempt to do something that you know he just took liberties that 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 were not offered. Well, if you can advise girls in the same industry how to detect 
I know you can't be 100% in any type of detection, but what type of indicators were there that this was potentially someone who would assault you? Uh, um, this, there was none, like, because I just didn't, I didn't know, like, this, again, this is my first time ever doing something like that. It was my first, I didn't even know the lingo, like, there's a whole subculture that, like, not that many people know about with on Craigslist and stuff like that. There's, like, a language, there's, you know, um, code words, and there's, you know, way, the way people talk, you know, so I, and I was just so green and naive to it that I just, it was, a, it was a, disasters but i i wish i could answer that question but i don't i there was no indicators because yeah. i i had no idea so the guy comes over you're massaging him and then does he ask for additional service does he ask to have sex or ask for a blowjob no no i i was massaging him <clears throat> i was massaging him he was on his belly and i was um massaging his back and then like so quickly it just somehow just the he like was on top of me all of a sudden and like I was on the, on my belly and he was and kind of like holding me down. And then, um, then he flipped me over and, you know, just that it ended, um, with him, I uh, just pulling my shirt up and my bra at the same time. And like he, so he pulled to expose my boobs and like was, uh, it was, so then he was covering my face at that point. I, and at this point I, I'm like, the guy's like six three, I think, and I'm five seven. I'm like 145 pounds, and this guy's like guy six or white three. Guy? It was a. I don't. Okay, so call me racist, I guess. I don't deal with black. No, it's people. common. I know uh, you're gonna say it. Yeah, some yeah. people won't do black guys. I mean, Kitty won't do it in her her personal life. But this is a big. Uh, yeah, I've never had it. chocolate in this milk. Like I don't. And my vagina's racist, I guess, because it, it just it doesn't go that route. But and no offense, and it, it's just my own preference it has nothing to do with anything else but um so it was a white guy and he I mean he was huge he was a really big guy and I'm not I I don't know like I stopped one of the things I still kind of I'm embarrassed about and I'm not I'm not proud of is that I didn't put up a fight like I didn't I didn't even say I didn't even you know when he was doing it I didn't try to like say no I just kind of like covered my face which it was already covered by his hand in my shirt but um I just put my arm over my my eyes so he wouldn't see my eyes and that I was crying and I just kind of just like silently cried and I just froze and I didn't say anything I didn't bite it I didn't do anything and then he finished himself off and um and then he just stormed and he just walked out like and I just immediately just got up and as soon as I felt I heard the door click that he was gone I just got up and I you know got in the shower and I didn't call the cops because what am I going to do? I'm doing something yeah. illegal myself. You know, I'm, I can't call the cops. I'm telling on myself I would have been arrested for prostitution right then. Um, and, and I honestly, if it was to go to court, if I did call the cops, he would say, he could easily say, well, she, I didn't know she wasn't enjoying it. Like, because I didn't vocalize at when he was doing, at the end, what he was doing, what he was doing. I didn't say don't. I didn't, I just got, I froze. I didn't defend myself or anything. I just like, let it happen. So, so he just flips you over kind of covers your face and then masturbates and that was that was it yeah he he uh masturbated on and then came on my breast and like was like slapping my tit with his dick yeah like it could it could have been a total miscommunication obviously he didn't he didn't harm you or rape you and i'm not making light of the situation this is the problem no yeah it could have been a lot it could have been yeah i could i could have been severely hurt i i actually got it's like a no harm, no foul thing. It was a lesson learned. 
um, it did kind of traumatize me a little bit, and, and I didn't do another massage after that for a couple months. Um, instead, I went to the uh, driving job with the illegals. But uh, I, <laughs> instead I, instead <laughs> I entered trafficking illegal immigrants. And you know, because massage was out, and then, you know, that fucking ended up failing miserably, and I ended up being, you know, I had to, I had to do the coffin squat. Like, they, they booked me into a women's federal prison um, while I was being detained waiting to, you know, for my arraignment to see the judge after that. It was ridiculous, and I had to coffin squat. It was so embarrassing. You're like, shit, I'm going back to massage and getting assaulted. <laughs> no, I actually, it took me, I, it took me, I didn't, they dropped me off. I live in Scott, I lived in Scottsdale at the time, and Tucson is, like, almost, three hours away that's like over like 125 30 miles away and they I was in a rental car at the time because I had totaled my 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 car I was in a rental car and so they they impounded that because they found out that my license was suspended this is really it's like a very uh complicated I'm following it's good and um and so I I'm in jail and they confiscated my phone confiscated my phone because uh it was used in the commission of a crime and so when they released me, they released me on the outskirts of fucking Tucson by myself, or not by myself, there was another person there, but no phone, which means no contact, nobody fucking knows numbers anymore, we just know to push a button on our phones, no phone, no contact, no money, no car, and they're just like, have fun getting back to fucking Scottsdale, and I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is the worst ever. <laughs> Yeah, this it, it's it's interesting how they do treat people that are caught at the border. I had a restaurant and we had someone that would come up from Mexico and sometimes they would they wouldn't mind getting caught because they do get transported back. So there's only a few times oh, you get caught then it's a yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, the, I uh uh so the guy that there was a kid a young kid he was 19 years old god bless that kid for real because he took me under his wing and together we were able to get back to phoenix um and uh he was in there for the same thing and he was telling me he's like yeah all of the guys you know some of them barely any of them could speak english he's like but one of them could and he was like yeah there's there's they're happy as fucking i i thought myself they're happy as clams sitting there eating their fucking microwave burrito drinking out of their juice box it's like fuck yeah like we don't even care we just got popped for fucking coming over here because they get take they they get put in the car and they just get driven right back to the border where they just turn right back around and come back over like they don't care nothing happens to them yeah, because it's almost what can you really do besides send them back? There's, I don't think there's anything you can do. Right? Unless like, they say that they they fear their life, and then they, you know, then the cops handle that differently. I don't know how though. Yeah, which could be the case. And in your situation, you can actually empathize with illegal aliens here because if they're victims of crimes, then they may be less willing to speak out because they feel they will get caught. So like you, let's say you were raped or even what you had done to you, if that wasn't consensual, then there could be a crime there too. But you're afraid... But there is a crime there because it was assault. I did not... I, you know, he did take a liberty that he was not supposed to take. I'm lucky that all, that's all he did. But there was a crime there. And I caught a lot of shit from a lot of people telling me, how could you not call the cops? Like you, Now there's a guy out there who's going to go around doing this other... It's like, you know what? No, fuck you. Like... 
I, why am I going to dime myself out like that? So now I get assaulted and have to fucking go to jail on top of that? This is Scottsdale. Like, they fucking are so hard up for fucking crime over here that they just, they brought 10 guys to my house to fucking arrest a prostitute like, for jacking people off. Like, that's how bad it is. Yeah, it's weird because in New York, there's, I heard, there's districts, especially in Koreatown, where it's Asian, but there there are parlors there. I mean, I used to live. I mean, my friend used to live across the street from one, and we there's have them at here. least twenty of them. There's not as if they're getting, and you could try and raid them, I guess, but it's so low level. Again, the the major crime is is giving a massage without a license. So right, and that's that, because they can't tax it. So the, it really does come down to wanting to control it with the money and stuff like that. Have you gotten anything yeah, on just, Eric yet? Any, any updates? I don't know. We're still waiting here. I did, we were supposed yeah. to end about an hour ago, but this has just been awesome. We're definitely going to – I tried to tell you last night I wanted to talk to Kitty about it, if you can – maybe we can work something out where we can get a, a regular thing going because I think you got the skill for this, and I think you're very – you are very authentic, and your stories are—they're not going to crazy. And, yeah, I mean, what? Who knows the next profession you're going to choose? I mean, you're going all along a good path here, but I do want you to get—I want you to get legal legal help in what you're going to. So do. then, I what I'll do is I will plead not guilty when I go in on Tuesday. I was just going to get it over with and plead guilty and just call it a day because I well, honestly, like, I don't have any place to. Well, no, I'll figure that out. But um, yeah, the thing is, like, don't you? I can't. The weird thing about attorneys, don't make base your legal decision about what I'm saying. I say consult a local attorney before you make any decision. Uh, well, that, that's been because, all the way across the board. People have been telling me that too. So yeah, I don't, don't be foolish. I, I can't afford anything. Like, I, I can't pay anything. Yeah, but it's 15 so, days of a, roo- a guaranteed roof. I mean, I'm in a motel right now, so like it's 15 days of a guaranteed free roof over my head, three meals. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm kind of like, oh, but yeah, I don't well, want the I don't want the charge on me. To be honest, I don't want yeah. I don't want prostitution on my. I don't want to have to wear that scarlet letter, you know, <laughs> for yeah, jacking people really, off. Think about it though. I mean, it, it's their burden. I don't even care whatever you think you admitted to. They have to actually have people there that can convince others that that's what they paid for. And I don't know what the statutes are in in Arizona, but perhaps giving a hand job is not prostitution. I don't know. No, and it that's is. That's why you need the legal they, counsel. They, anytime any doing exchanging money for any act that is sexual is prostitution. Yeah. I could back someone off of my feet and that's prostitution if I got paid for it. Yeah, that's the weird. That's the thing. It's like if if you enter money into the into the agreement, because a, a typical contract will have money and service or good. But you, if you're a wife, for example, you're not getting paid directly, but you're still doing it. Yeah, uh, I mean so, every uh, every guy pays for sex on some level. There is a saying in that some, the in most some way. Uh, yeah, the most expensive sex is free sex, and I guess that right. goes along the lines with giving up half your half your money when you get caught with crystal in, in a car. Right? So it's like, <laughs> I mean, how, how much were you charging for a body rub? Uh, 60. 60. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cheap compared to, I mean, my friend told me out here, it's like uh, 80 for a half hour and then 120, 140, he said for oh, full hour. Then I, no, but, but then like they have to tip too. So my friend says. I don't know if he's telling me the truth or not. So 
Yeah, it's 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 interesting, but I guess it, everything's relative. Overhead's a lot higher here than there. All right, so let's get back to seeing. Uh, we're gonna wrap this show up here, but it was awesome. I appreciate you you coming through. I don't know what happened to Kitty. She just dropped off. But I do know that she can... was uh, she listened because I ran a show uh, really early this morning, just um, talking a group of shit on Jolie and I. You know, you're probably not going to be happy about that, but I, I had to give my two cents, and so I did, and I defended Kitty, and I'm actually in the process right now of making Team Kitty shirts, hashtag Team Kitty shirts. Uh, I'm going to hand paint them, or at least one for myself, because I'm Team Kitty all the way. Yeah, and if you send, you can use, you have our permission to use any of our videos on your, your channel. If you send something over, we can link up, so... And we can't. We have so little fans. We can't have any of them in jail, right? Because I'm not going to be able to get it. <laughs> the problem that you're going to run save into, though, fan we can. is Eric hates my guts. Like Eric is like, fuck that hooker cunt. <laughs> he hates me. I wish everyone. If you can just, um, this is why I loved Eric the actor. Either you got him or you didn't. And Eric's the same way. Eric can say he's going to kill well, me. Eric the actor and I were wife. very close. See, I'm so jealous because I know my whole life revolved around that guy. Just he, after he he died too, like I, I listened to every show, every single I bet clip you, I could get um, of him. I, Vinny, I bet you two hundred dollars right now that I have content you've never heard before of Eric the actor and Jeff the Drunk together. I am such a nerd. I compiled. I have at least ten or eleven pages of Eric the actor facts. I mean, just starting. From his birthday to his wow, yeah, yeah, like he was um he was on my show. My show was the last appearance he made on the show before he died. And my show was on the seventeenth, and he passed away on the twenty first. So yeah. he uh, he he was he was on my show regularly. I have probably about fifteen, twelve to fifteen hours worth of uh, content with Eric. I have there's. On the darker web, it's not complete dark web, but there's 18 hours of the content. I've made probably 70 mixtapes of just the content that they allow on YouTube, and then there's some things that they just they just keep taking down. And I'm definitely a nerd when it comes to Eric the actor, Eric Sean Lynch, born Eric 311, Sean Lynch. 1975. Yeah. yeah. Oh, already said my baby that's what his family. Harvey's <laughs> like, is that what your family cake. calls at 311? They're 311. <laughs> Yeah, because he's three eleven. Yeah, his mom is is so sweet too. But um, can you do me a favor? I'm gonna let you go because everybody's getting like irritated. Yeah. They want an update yeah, yeah, from the yeah, hospital. Yeah. Can you do me a favor and make sure you do another call-in show before midnight so everybody can get updated. I'm gonna keep on trying to uh, get Mike, new truck Mike, to respond. Maybe I can put in um in uh, some updates in there if I can get Mike to respond to me. But thank you so yeah, much for and- taking my call. No problem, and thank you for for coming on and being frank with us. Try and stay out of jail. We need all the friends that we can get. <laughs> the uh, we have our spies there. We have fans trolling the hallway. So I'm, I haven't. I know I'm getting all these calls and texts in. So I'll, I'll post whatever I have the second we end the show. All right, that okay. was good. All right, for thank Eric you. Wrapping up this show. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Bye. See you later, Chris.
the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? What does he know? This is Kelly Clarkson. Sometimes you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger than life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.